listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Ladies and gentlemen, Pet Life Radio proudly presents DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network. Get ready to unleash the dog sports enthusiast in all of us. From ski joring and mushing to racing, agility, and competition, this is the place to learn all about the dog sports and activities that you can do with your furry best friend and canine competitor. We'll hear from the leading sports dog show stars that are at the top of their game, learning training tips and get the scoop on their secrets to success. So put your paws together and give a tail-wagging welcome to your DSPN host, Lori Williams. Hi, everyone, and welcome to DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network, right here on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Laurie Williams. I'm the director and training supervisor for Pup and Iron Canine Fitness and Learning Center, located in Fredericksburg, Virginia. But I know most of you can probably remember me from Greatest American Dog, which aired on CBS last summer. I know all of you were glued to your seats watching which dog is going to be ultimately chosen as the greatest. Well, I think all the dogs were the greatest, and so I'm catching up with my castmates to find out what they've been up to since the show aired and to see if they have any, you know, thoughts and feelings on the show and, you know, who they miss, who they don't miss, you know, that type of thing. Today I'm talking to Bill McFarlane. You remember Bill. Let's see, how can I describe Bill? I don't have to describe Bill. Everybody remembers Bill. He was definitely one of the viewer favorites. He and his beautiful orange dog star, the beautiful Brittany, that pretty much could do everything. So, Bill, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Hey, we're doing great today. I'm finally out of the car. We've been traveling for two days to get to Earlville, Illinois. Okay, never been there. Is that near Chicago? Uh, yeah, it's, I think, uh, probably less than 100 miles from Chicago. We're up oh. here for the American Brittany Rescue uh, Conference, and uh, they asked me to come up here. Sure. Fantastic. Well, not just you. They probably really wanted Star, but she can't get there without <laughs> you, so... Well. I've been, so you I, had the to, best thing I can tell you about this is most people say, where's Star? And I said, uh, I always kind of stutter. And they said, well, we don't care about you, but we want to know where Star is. <laughs> and I refer to myself now as the leash holder. Right. I, that's the way I do it. I'm sure you do the same thing. Oh, exactly. That, this is what I usually get is, there's Andrew and that lady. Yeah. That's what they usually do. <laughs> yeah. so, and that's fine. <laughs> it's all good. But, speaking of you and Star, I know you guys, I mean, I... I you're one of the ones I do keep up with. We we chat here and there. We're both on Facebook. So I know you guys have been super, super busy this past year doing all mm-hmm. kinds of incredible things. So we definitely want to catch our listeners up with that. But before we let, you know, I do want to take a little trip, you know, down memory lane a little bit and, and talk oh, about the geez. show. Well, you know, I get asked a lot about when is the next season. Uh, you know, people, you know, come up. Are they are they going to you know have a second season? And are they going to have tryouts and 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 all those things? You know, I pretty much figured when we finished with that show that there wasn't going to be a second season just by things that occurred and the you know some of the problems. What about you? Are you surprised there's no second season, or do you think they still may do another season? What are your thoughts on that? I don't believe CBS will ever do another one. I think they mm-hmm. got in, uh, they, they weren't, excuse me, CBS, but there weren't dog people on the set. Uh, there might have been a few, but I think it was the 12 people in front of the camera. And I don't believe the people behind the camera understood the dog, the dog people, and the way we work. I, I think if another network would pick it up, 
they would have uh, more of an idea of what went wrong and what could go wrong and how to fix it before it did happen. There's a lot of things that, you know, the Humane Society and all the obedience people on the face of the earth and that did not like, especially about the elephant. I probably get asked about the elephant more than anything else. Right. And you and I both know Likewise. we stood around that elephant and had a big time when it was over with. But uh, a lot of people right. asked me about that, and a lot of people scared of death that their dog would be around an elephant. Well, I think I might have right. said that to you. I, said, I thought Star would just think of it as a bigger, funny-looking cow because she's around cows and horses right. and things like that right. all the time. But it smelled different than a cow. But I, yeah, I don't believe they'll ever have another one on CBS, maybe another network or maybe Disney or Animal Planet might pick something up like that. Maybe. Now, well, let's let's talk about you know our, our dream show, if they were, you know, just some of the things that we thought worked, didn't work, um, you know, I'll go ahead and start. I'll throw it out there. You know, the whole living in the house situation. You know, what could you envision doing differently? Would you even think that dogs and their owners all different sizes and temperaments and different owners and different levels of experience and knowledge? Do you think they should all be thrown in a house together in close proximity like that? We did pretty good, uh, the 12 of us. You know, we had a little spats here and there, but generally the dogs all got along. You know, with the first one, Elvis got after Tillman there. I think that was, and you know, they become best of buddies when it was over with. I think Elvis was just wanting to play, and Tillman didn't know how to play. Maybe that was it. I'm not sure. But I know that we had that boot camp, which helped a lot, that doggy day camp or whatever they called it. Mm-hmm. I think that helped a lot. Right. Star is a bird dog. She works out yonder away from us. So she didn't, when we went to the doggy camp, you remember she was over there hunting for the squirrels or the rabbits right. or whatever else. So I didn't have right. any problem. I knew she would get along because she's, she backs off from other dogs. Right. I, I think that was one of the good things that we learned about it. If they did do another mm-hmm. show, I would recommend them do that doggy boot camp again. You know, with Star being the type of dog she was, that probably helped you have a better experience because, you know, that's part of it, definitely, her being a, a bird dog. And the other part of it, you know, you have other dogs, and they tried to depict us as, you know, single dog owners because that played better for the audience. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. you know, there mm-hmm. were several of us that have multiple dogs. And, you know, right. I know with me in particular, with Andrew, oh, well, Andrew doesn't want to play with the other dogs. Andrew lives with six other dogs. Dogs do not know <laughs> Andrew like the way, you know, I wanted to scream at the top of my lungs. What does he care about them? He, I own a doggy daycare. He's around other dogs all the time. I li- he lives with six. Big deal. Whereas some other right. dogs that only, you know, were single dogs that was like, oh, my gosh, playtime. So it was just a whole different. But that did help me because I was able to keep Andrew out of the fray of some of the scuffles and things. Right. And Star was off by, you know, off on her own hunting. She wasn't trying right. to get involved in all, right. a lot of those things that the younger dogs were doing. So that definitely, uh, I know, feel, helped your experience. Yeah, Star and I took on the same attitude. We stayed away from all the dogs and all the people. That way we didn't cause any problems. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, well, well, that's true. That's, well, you, you know, you you and I, you know, kind of did, you know, we were the, the, even though I wasn't the oldest one, I was the oldest female, and there was a couple of people in between. So, but, but you know, I- you and I, you know, we have families at home, you know, we're grown and, you know, have kids, uh, grown kids, and, you know, so we mm-hmm. weren't going to get involved mm-hmm. in that nonsense. Anyway, right. oh, so that, we, the best part of that show, and this is one my favorite thing, and I could not wait to see that particular episode show on TV, was the mud bog. Remember that? When <laughs> yes, Andrew I fell do. off and jumped in, jumped in the mm-hmm. mud. That was the best show right there. And the part that I liked was 
I saw it from the front end. You know, I was standing there coaching Star on to cross that board. Right. And if you remember, I did not try to bring Star across that. I saw it yeah. as a 3D, and, and from what I've read in books, dogs don't see in 3D. So I said, well, we don't need to right. walk this, whatever, this plank first. Let's just let her figure it out. On with. And when she fell off, right. her eyes were right. as big as saucers. And I wanted to see it as the camera saw it. That was my favorite right. episode. Your dog, Muddy, yeah. mine nearly falling off, and I'm yeah, having I a know. big time. That was one of the best ones well, of the bunch to me. One of the behind the scenes, you know, remember they wanted to refilm it because they didn't think Andrew got muddy enough. And they <laughs> wanted him to they can jump in again because we need him muddier. So there you go. There you go, American Public. Made it across the second time. They were like, No, we want him to fall in. He made it across the third time. I was tickled. I said, I'm not gonna tell him to jump in that mud. You can't be crazy. But that was funny. That was but, um, that was and, the and best part, and that yeah, it took well, you three that, days to of, get your dog clean. <laughs> yes, it did. And speaking of that mud, that mud did not smell like plain mud to me. I tell them there's something else in that mud. They wouldn't tell me the truth, but I think there was a little bit of seasoning in that mud. But that's enough story. But anyway, but you know, and that's you know, I know we you know, particularly you know, some of the females, you know, we've been in other articles and you know we've hemmed and hawed but then mm -hmm. we did have some fun things there was a lot of fun on that show uh mm -hmm. the fun part the positive part probably outweighed a lot of the negative that went on out there sure. that uh, i probably forgot and shoved the back burner but we had a ton yeah. of fun i personally met yeah. 12 good friends out of that deal or excuse me 11 good yeah. friends out of that deal Right. And that was the part that I really enjoyed, the fact that I've got to meet some people that have become great friends of mine, like yourself. Yes, I agree. I agree. I mean, I know that, you know, I've asked everybody else the question, would you do it again? I, I mean, just from what you said, I can imagine your, what your answer would be. I mean, even with, you know, some of the things that happened that we didn't like, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. I would do it again in a heartbeat. I would do it differently. And I would go in with the knowledge of that I have now, but I would definitely do it again. I mean, I've got seven dogs. I was able to spend six weeks with just Andrew. I will probably never get that opportunity. Again, he's a different dog because of it. I mean, he's a much more confident dog. He's, he's doing things, you know, he's doing agility now, competitive agility. He's much more mm -hmm. confident. He's much more outgoing. He, you know, sometimes too much because he also thinks it's all about him and the world revolves around him, but, but you know, that's okay. What I took away from that show was the fact that I realized that's a pretty doggone good dog trainer. I've always done it yeah. and for years and helped people here and there, mm -hmm. but I just never had the confidence right. that I was any good since that show i've right. opened up a little dog training center there in tyler area flint area where i live there in flint i feel very comfortable about helping people with their dogs i joined a, a group to uh, get some books and things i've got i probably got mm -hmm. four or five hundred books on dogs that i've read in the last many years right. but uh, the confidence mm -hmm. level was not there until i went on that show well you were definitely a big help to um a lot of the more novice you know, dog people on the show. And, you know, I tried to help as many of them as I could as well. But, I, you know, there's always, mm -hmm. an, you know, an issue of maybe it's a gender issue. I think a lot of them, particularly the males, were, were more apt to take things that you, you were to say. And, and that's great. Mm -hmm. I mean, you definitely got an opportunity to test out the, the teaching. I've been a dog trainer for many, many years. So, it, you know, yeah, what you train the people. And that's the thing years. with dog 
Well, you're training the people, not the dogs, and, and you've pointed. We exactly. have a nice variety of personalities <laughs> on that particular show. Mm-hmm. But um, speaking of personalities, you know, I get a lot. Of, you're one of the ones that everybody remembers. When I travel around to dog shows and they remember, uh, you know, they ask me several questions. Yes, about the elephant. You know, that's that's one. How's that old guy with the, you don't mind the calling it. How's that, the that old guy? Old they don't always guy. remember yeah. your name. The that grandpa looking one. <laughs> the, the one that had rugged good say, looks. Yeah, nice that's the one. The, <laughs> yeah, they'll say, was he really as nice as what they showed? I said, nobody's that nice, but no. I tell them, yes, I said, Bill was great. And, you know, so they, they always remember you. Very good. few of them remember who won. Then the next question, who won anyway? They always yeah. remember you. And then they'll say, what about yeah, that one, girl that... You know, that one that dressed her dog. So they don't remember who it was. They just remember a girl dressed her dog. And then didn't she have a screechy voice? So they've kind of morphed those two into one person. Mm-hmm. But they do always remember you at Star. So you made a great impression with the viewers well, and awesome, of the show. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate that compliment. I went out there to uh, have a good time. I think you might have heard me say I hadn't had a vacation in all oh, 12 or 15 right. years from my job. And I took right. that opportunity off a vacation. It turned out to be a heck of a lot of work, but I took it as a yes. vacation. My mother's 82 years old. And if I'd have been obnoxious and kind of short with those people, my mother still, she would have slapped me, I promise you. Right. Uh, she right. always believes she's East Texas. Texas people say please and thank you. Yours, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. And she's instilled that to me. And so the politeness comes from my mom and dad. And I feel like, you know, there's a lot of people in Texas that still do that, and they require right. their kids to say it. So I'm proud that that come across, and I try to be nice to everybody and try to, give them a, try to give them a smile because that may be the only smile they get that entire day. That's true. Well, you represented yourself very well, and I'm sure you did your, your mother proud, and, um, you know, that's the truth, and I can honestly attest to that. Now, enough about the show. Let's talk about what you guys are doing now. You mentioned your dog training business, and um, mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. you said you did you actually open up a facility? You have an actual center where people are coming to uh, with their dogs? Place, we have a place here in Flint. Uh, we're training dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we teach some agility. I teach tricks. Uh, okay. I do some in-home wow. stuff where I go, you know, if you bring your dog to my house, it ain't going to act up. You know, I both, but if I go to your house, I can see normally what the problem is. And we give them some visits and do some in-home dog training, helping people. And that really seems to have been kicked off real well. Uh, Star and I Good. also have been doing a lot of work for animal shelters. That's something that we have mm-hmm. always done. Right after the show, I had a guy in Homerville, Georgia, that donated over 10,000 pounds of dog food, had it shipped from Georgia to the shelter, and it was all puppy chow, uh, puppy and kitty wow. chow, because mm-hmm. he knew us, and it was in Star's name. Uh, since then, wow. I can't, uh, you know, everybody in the world wanted to picture Star on the internet, so I'd send them a picture, and then people said, Well, how much do I owe for this picture? And I said, Nothing. And I said, Why don't you just take whatever you mm-hmm. think the postage is worth? and donate it to a local shelter or go work at that shelter right. for a couple of days. And since then, right. we've gotten, I don't know me, I'm going to say thousands of dollars from all over the United States. And, you know, those shelters always send you a note, such and such money has been donated to shelter yes. in your dog's name. And uh, we have a thing coming up, I think it's November the 30th, right after Thanksgiving, where the local Boy Scout chapters there in the Tyler Smith County area are coming to watch Star, Lucille, and Maggie perform, and their admission is mm-hmm. to bring at least five pounds of dog food. 
that five pounds of dog food oh, that wow, people good. donated to low animal shelters. That's something we've, and in mm-hmm. fact, that's why I'm outside of Chicago, the American Brittany Rescue. We've always helped Brittany Rescue as much as we can. And uh, mm-hmm. they've invited us up here. So that's what we've been doing. Plus, we've been, gosh, we've been all over the country with Star doing her little silly pet tricks and Lucille and her agility. Mm-hmm. And Maggie and I have been herding sheep, goats, and cows when we can. Right. So that's what we've been doing since well, the show. People don't realize, and I've actually had to tell people, of how your border collies are exceptional agility competitors. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just absolutely amazing. You know, if people can probably find on your website, do you have your YouTube videos, uh, links to them on your website, yeah. or where can they find that? Most of the time they go on uh, YouTube and type in Bill and Star or Bill and Lucille. And they can find something mm-hmm. on YouTube about us. And that brings up a point I want to make here. When we did, had to climb up that scaffolding, I don't know if you remember, I had a big uh, brace on my knee. I actually, and yes. I hate to even tell this again, I actually hurt my knee dancing with the dog. Yep. And for we the did. last 18 months, I've not been able to run with my dog. I can do just work with my border collies. And I've had a couple right. other girls and people all over Texas that know who they'll run her for me. And just uh, about five weeks ago, I actually started running with Lucille again after a, a couple of knee surgeries to fix my knee from dancing with my dog. <laughs> Don't be telling nobody I hurt my knee. That's <laughs> dancing with my dog now, okay? <laughs> but Lucille is you know, my agility dog. I told you not dog. to let that young girl hurt you like that. I told you, I warned you. I said, don't let that girl hurt you. Boy. But uh, I know you've gone through the surgeries and a lot of rehab. And, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. for people who don't do agility, it's, you know, you need your knees. You need to, you make a right. lot of turns and crosses and you need your knees to be healthy. So, you and know, I just, congratulations I, for getting back out there. I, and I just happen to have one of the top... Uh, border collies in the country, and uh, she doesn't know do. slow down and wait on the fat ball headed guys. She knows wide open throttle, <laughs> and uh, I have tried to run her with kind of taking my time. That don't work. You can't slow down her yeah. Lucille. She is she is an amazing yeah. athlete. By the way, she, she is, is a rescue. But, yeah, and that's great. You have to be an um, exceptional handler as well to handle a dog that's fast like that. So again, kudos to you. I definitely. You oh, guys go you. on YouTube, go on Bill and Star, go on BillandStar.com or go on YouTube and take a look because you will absolutely be amazed. So what's next on your immediate horizon that you and Star will be doing? Uh, we're working the East Texas Fair. We'll be there for, I think, three or four days uh, at different venues. Uh, one night, or I think two nights is Star performing and two nights is Lucille uh, let me give you kudos out to J.D. while I was on that show. We didn't know, realize this, but J.D. is one of the top Frisbee guys in the country with his dogs. Right. And I knew something about J.D., and he taught me a bunch of Frisbee stuff while I was on that show. And I came home and mm-hmm. been teaching it to Lucille. And Lucille's becoming a okay. Frisbee freak now because of J.D. I've got to give him a shout-out. Boy, he helped me so much because I didn't know how to start it. He gave me the starting clues, and then from there, Lucille now vaults off of my back and off my chest. It's pretty cool wow. stuff that J.D. showed me. Do you watch that the, show, America's Got Talent? They right. had a man on there with an Aussie doing Frisbee yeah. tricks, and he yeah. actually made it to the semifinals. And I was even saying, hey, J.D. is better than this guy. So yeah, he, he was. Big JD's time a lot kudos. better. I agree with you. Yeah, JD is—he's <laughs> awesome. You know, the, the girl that was on there, Pam Martin, 
Charlotte mm-hmm. Texas was one of my best, best buddies. We run together uh, in certain circles. When she does fly ball, uh, I see okay. her, and she and I watched her over the last, I don't know, five or six years, maybe longer, and picked up some of her okay. dancing moves and moved some of Star's tricks that she does. And uh, she was on the America's Got Talent also. It was kind of neat to see the dog acts on that show. The dogs I saw, our dogs were doing on Grace American Dog, you know, we could make that show. <laughs> I might just try out for America's Got Talent next year. But go ahead. Go do it, girl. I've had all the cameras stuck in my face. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no more review, huh? Star got a key to the city, at least several keys to the city. And I think that's a first right. amongst all of the Grace American Dogs. So tell us a little bit about now, she, that. They had invited me down to Jacksonville, Texas. Uh, my bookkeeper, it keeps my CPA, my little business here in Tyler, and he had invited us down to a watch party. They invited a bunch of dignitaries and townspeople, wanted to meet me and things. So before the show started, uh, the town mayor got up and he said, yada, 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 and here's the key to the city for Star, and here's the key to the city for Bill also. And I like to got forward. And then the uh, representative for the uh, state of Texas, Chuck Hobson, stood up and he gave a proclamation from the state of Texas for Star being a friendship and smile. Uh, what was, I can't remember exactly how it was said, but being a goodwill investor and friendship ambassador for the state of Texas to Star, not to Bill, but to Star. But uh, we also got some keys to the city to a couple of others. And uh, I'm so proud of that because uh, that showed me that Star and I did a good job on the show, first of all. And it showed that Star did exactly what I hoped she would do, and that was make people smile. That's all I ask is just Absolutely. Uh, uh, just help people put a smile on their face. And that's what I try to do when we do these little 45-minute shows is we try to make people smile for a few minutes, let them forget their troubles, and maybe walk out of there grinning and right. going home and say, you know, I might be able to take old Leroy out there and train him to do some of them tricks that that that's guy right. did. <laughs> right. I disagree with you. I don't think you and Star did a good job. I think you guys did a great job on the show. You oh, you represented you. yourselves well. You represented the state of Texas well. You represented your family well. You represented Brittany's well. Dogs, dog owners, you did a great job. You know what? You couldn't have done any more. You know, you and I have talked about this before. Oh, you and Star could right. not have done any more than what you did. If that wasn't good enough to quote unquote win, whatever, and we all won in a lot of different ways. You guys certainly have. You've done some great things over this past year. So I definitely congratulate you. I'm very proud to know you. An exceptional team, and I think America got to see that. Thank you. I appreciate that coming from a lady like yourself. Uh, that is, that's a great honor for you to say those words to me. I really appreciate that, Lori. Well, well-deserved, and you know me well enough. I don't say things that I don't mean. So, <laughs> you definitely know that. I but listen, You'll thank- call me out, girlfriend. You know- <laughs> <laughs> yes, you definitely do. But thanks so much, Bill, for taking the time to talk with us and to let the DSPN listeners catch up with you and Star. I definitely mm-hmm. want to have you back, and we'll, we'll talk some agility. You know, I'm, we're going to definitely talk some agility and have a great time out there in Chicago and I will talk to you soon and listeners stay right there we'll be back in just a moment DSPN the dog sports and performance network will be right back with more exciting action and biting commentary right after this quick time out 
It's time for school for you and your friends, your furry best friends. Train your dog the fun and easy way with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Teacher's Pet host Pia Silvani teaches you step-by-step how to train your dog the fun and easy way. You get eight 30-minute live audio training sessions, complete transcripts of each session, plus a basic training manual to get you and your dog off to a great start. Training begins the moment you bring your dog home. Teacher's Pet Sessions offers positive reinforcement training to shape your dog's behavior and encourages upbeat, enthusiastic responses to ensure that your dog will enjoy learning. Teacher's Pet Sessions dog training is fun at both ends of the leash. So listen, learn, and laugh with your dog with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Get your copy of Teacher's Pet Sessions Volume 1 today. To order, go to teacherspetsessions.com. Hi, this is Pia Salvani, your host. Bring your dog, tug toy, and treats, and get ready to have some fun. Teacherspetsessions.com. Give your dog some thought with Dog Thoughts. It's the iPhone application that everyone's talking about. Hey, what do you think of this? A man in Davis, California says he's invented an application for the iPhone that claims it can read your dog's mind. No, it's true. I read about it on my cat's Twitter page. Jay Leno talked about it, CBS reported on it, and now you can see what all the buzz is about. Created just for dog lovers, Dog Thoughts makes taking photos of your furry best friend more fun. Shake your dog and read his mind. On your iPhone, of course. Take a pic of your pup, shake your phone, and watch as his thoughts appear on the screen. Does he have a bone to pick with you, or is he having a tail-wagging day? Get your Dog Thoughts iPhone app today. Just 99 cents. Go to PetLifeRadioPromotions.com. That's PetLifeRadioPromotions.com. Greetings, human. What planet am I on? Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in Paparazzi, Candid Pictures of You and Your Pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, this is the place for a special paparazzi treat. Only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On PetLife Radio. PetLife Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs>
ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network. Get ready for game time with your DSPN host, Lori Williams. Hi, everyone, and welcome to DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network, right here on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Laurie Williams, and this is the place where we talk about all the fun and exciting sports and activities that we can participate in with our dogs, both for fun and recreation, but also to help build a relationship. Now, I've been talking to my greatest American dog castmates, and I wanted to catch up with one of my favorites. So everybody, welcome to the show, Dr. David Best. And I'm sure Elvis is somewhere around because you take him to the office every day. Hi, David. How are you? How are you? And how did you guess that? Elvis is literally about two feet from me, and he's in his Hollywood. I remember the office when I was on the show uh, surprised us with a. It's called the Holly Wolf. It is a, a dog bed made like a sports racing car, and it's got Hollywood right. on it. And he's laying uh, right across that right now, taking a nice nap for the from the day at the office. Of course he is, because I, I happen to know, and I've been to your office several times, and I know that Elvis actually does go to the office with you at least 90% of the time, probably. Um, you would have him there all the time if you could. You were one of the ones on the show that they actually did depict your relationship very well with you and Elvis. So I wanted to talk a little bit about our shared experience on the show, which I will tell the listeners, David considers it like, you know, kind of like we went on a camping trip. I consider it like that we were prisoners of war. So anyway, we have a little <laughs> bit different <laughs> perspective on the whole thing. But anyhow, just to go back, on, you know, and recap on the show, you talked to Bill and Teresa and Elon, and um, I'll, hopefully I'll be able to catch up with some of our other castmates. But I always ask everybody the question, if you had the chance to do it all again, would you? So I'd love to hear what your answer is. I would say uh, absolutely, and I always, even before going on the show, I said it was uh, it's a once in a lifetime experience. I mean, who gets a chance to be on uh, a national network, uh, the Tiffany of networks, CBS, and uh, and a reality series, and and, and, it, and the premiere, the first time it was ever. Unfortunately, it's the last time I ever did it, but it's the first time to do a show like this. So it is, uh, and I have to tell you, it. Um, yeah, there were times being on the show that I regretted. I said yes. I mean, when I was thrown in the, <laughs> thrown in the doghouse and being isolated, I and sometimes know. I, I felt, and you know, not everybody really knew me or knew my personality yeah. or knew my dogs. I felt sometimes I felt like, well, everybody's in the house giggling and having the hot tub parties and drinking, and <laughs> I'm sitting out in this cold doghouse, isolated for six nights, even though the show said three nights, but it was really six nights because of production. And right, I know. My, suit, my suitcase know. outside of the doghouse getting wet from the sprinklers and my clothes and showering in the pool house. And I, I mean, there was nights I really wanted to bury my face and, and cry and say, what, what did I do? Because I felt like the, you know, the brown pair of shoes and a tuxedo there, so isolated. But then when it's all said and done, the fun of uh, my God! How often do you get you walk down the street in the city of New York and somebody says, "Well, so there's David and Elvis." I mean, that's right. true. That's, that's the Andy Warhol thing where he said everybody will world famous for 15 minutes. So uh, yeah. I did that, but I tell everybody I was not world famous for 15 minutes. I was famous to 15 people. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you, you and I actually were very close on the show, and we've, and we've maintained our friendship. I always felt like you and I were on the same intellectual level. Sorry, everybody else, but I did. We, we, you and I actually could talk and have like an intellectual conversation. 
I think once you got out of the doghouse, you kind of saw the ones that were the, you know, kind of the giggly, silly, frivolous ones and, you know, the ones that were a little bit more mature. So the mature ones kind of gravitated to towards each other. But having said that, that, that was a, a big kind of revelation to me, the whole doghouse thing. But what's funny, as you know, I share that experience with you. I was thrown in there, too. And listeners, it'd be, it's really funny because David leans over to me and he says, you know what, you're going to love it in there. So it's like that was actually became a great place to be where you were kind of away from the fray and away from all all the drama and away from I know you, you didn't feel like that probably at the beginning but once you came out you saw hmm it's probably a little bit better to be in that doghouse so and I agree I was loving it in there I was I was like you know and I'm not an outdoorsy person either but I was like this is great I'm away from from all that craziness I love it in here I close the shutters and close the door and the camera people would be banging on it trying to get me to come out I was happy to be and I'd say Andrew come on let's go get in our crate and he loved it too so it suited me fine and it's funny how they got rid of it shortly thereafter because we were having too much fun in there but anyway it backfired it backfired at CBS that was supposed to be the place you didn't want to go and everybody would don't know don't put me there and then it turned out I had people whispering not just you everybody said they thought the one who comes out of the doghouse selects the person to go in and they all whispered to me and they said you know if you get a chance put me in there please put me in there (laughs) it really backfired it did it totally backfired which is what i'm convinced why they just you know they kind of stopped it midway through they even they stopped that whole element of the of the doghouse but in addition to the doghouse you know i agree with you and and pretty much everybody seems of us seem to be on the same page that i mean i know you spend a lot of time with elvis because he's your only dog you know i have several dogs so for me to be able to take one and give them all that one-on-one time is very special and you know i'm a changed person because of it andrew and my relationship has changed even though we are we obviously were very close in fact you know you saw how he doesn't like anybody else but me but (laughs) you know he was um i'll tell you now he's like we just have a really great relationship a really great working relationship i'm doing him on all kinds of agility competitions and obedience competitions and he's loving it so he's become more confident too so you know you have to take the good the good with the bad and when all is said and done, even though there was a lot of bad, let's not kid ourselves, it's, the good definitely outweighed it. Now, speaking of experiences on the show, what would you say was your absolute favorite thing or your favorite challenge, your favorite event or anything that we did on the show? What do you remember the most that is endearing or that you really kind of miss or that uh, you have fond memories about? Well, you may be surprised. I mean, I enjoyed uh, when we went to the Bon Appetit to the restaurant and he had a steak mm-hmm. put in front of him and he behaved and he <laughs> sat there. He uh, I love that. He, uh, under the pressure of the talent show, when he did the housekeeping announcements and, you know, if, it, if there should be a fire, you sit and if the smoke comes, he crawled and I said, if there's a nuclear holocaust, kiss your butt goodbye. And then he started to kiss me. And he did all the right things there. Right. But I have to tell you, one of the, the fondest memories is I just, when I was kicked off, and he said those words, David and Elvis, and I said, let's go. I remember I just loved the way he pranced around the arena. He was awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah he, he seemed so happy, and I kept going, let's go, let's go. He <laughs> pranced around the arena, and I still love uh-huh. I still love that moment when I turned to the mall, and I said, Elvis has left the building. <laughs> that was the moment. And then mo- I went out the, the door. 
Yeah, and I and the pressure, the, the the clouds cleared. There was no more pressure. I was free, so I thought, and I went through the door, and that was almost. And I hugged the producers. We went through, and there were some tears and all that. But I that so I hate to say leaving was the best part of the the, uh, the show, which speaks volumes oh, in and of itself. It, it's, <laughs> it's so funny because you know my friends and my family can tell from my body language, but. The time we got, you know, later on in the show, like maybe about the six, seven challenge, when I'm leaning on, I'm leaning against the podium when I'm in the bottom three, because of course the urban legend was that sequester was this, and yeah, we'll talk a little bit about sequester. I no, we I haven't talked about that with any of the other guests, and I've only heard about sequester because I never got to go. But the urban legend was that you went back to that hotel. Remember that first hotel we were in? Like, what was it a? Renaissance or so I don't remember, mm-hmm. but the, that very first hotel, that's what the urban legend was that we went back to there. So every time by the end, I would lean against the podium and I was saying to myself, hey, you know what? I can totally deal with going back and ordering room service tonight I'm, and watching TV. I'm so OK with that. I like didn't even care. I was like, please, please send me back to the hotel. <laughs> but they never did. But um but that was the far, you know, I didn't know that that was just an urban legend. Sequester was a thing, but being in a nice, cushy hotel with room service, you know, I know that you guys were kind of um, on your own. You had to cook for yourselves and kind of were shuffled from a, a few different locations. Is that true? Right. We went to a nice, I thought it was a hotel too, but we ended up going to like studio apartments. So we each had our own studio. Right. And I don't. You know, living in New York, nobody cooks in New York, so I had to learn to cook. You had to make your own meal, so you're sort of isolated. You couldn't right. go away or go out with the group and stuff. Right. And then, um, then it either was budget reasons or whatever. Then they put us all together in a house. So what you thought right. was when you were getting away from the people, and there were people you didn't like in the group, uh-huh. and some you loved right. and stuff. But when you thought yeah. you were escaping. Every three right. days, you had another person join you again. So basically, all the drama from the house that was being televised was transferred to the drama in the house that wasn't uh-huh. being televised. And trust me, it changes a lot when the cameras aren't on you, and it was becoming... Oh, yeah. I've heard that's where the real show was. The viewers that's actually the got real show. Yeah, that's where the real show was. <laughs> it was like, I've oh, heard. my God, I just, you know, as I said, when I left, I was thrilled. And now I just thought, oh, my God, they're all coming back. We're all seeing each other again. You know, we start all over again. Funny. No, I, I know. And that's why I guess I was spared because I really, by about the six challenge i was like please send me back to the hotel please please i was like trying to beckon um the spirits to get in victoria stillwell's head please please pick me to go but they never did but thank god now that i heard about what sequester was i'm, I'm glad that i i mean actually staying and and the show was actually the better option but uh but having right. said that you know what like you said when all is said and done and you know even we look back on the uh problems that you know we encountered and some of the bad things you know still i would do it 10 times again i think i would do it a little bit differently <laughs> but i would still definitely do it there's no doubt about it so and i get a lot of satisfaction uh-huh. of um going to different uh, since the time of the show is being invited to a lot right. of different dog benefits and oh events gosh. and i and when there's a lot of the, the general public at these different events i love i get such a high when you see uh a group of people uh, like will yell uh, when you're at the event. Oh, there's there's Elvis. There's Elvis. Yeah, get a picture with Elvis. And, you know, it's funny that's to watch him. Right. He doesn't know that's what's right. going on. He couldn't care less. And no, he after pictures and stuff. And and then I have a website, as you know, the doctorschannel.com. Uh-huh. It's for physicians. It's an educational physicians. But Elvis is sort of like the icon of the site. <laughs> and there's a 
you know, you search Elvis on the doctorschannel.com, you get all these little fun videos, and even there's some highlights yeah, of the show, and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And the, the cute part is that when I go to see people for business reasons, whether it's the pharmaceutical people or client, they all mm-hmm. will say the first thing they see me is how Elvis. I mean, they know the name. I mean, how many people so who know each other? We know the pets of their, you know, people we have. You remember the names of their pets throughout. Absolutely. Everybody always says, yeah, how's Elvis? What's Elvis doing? You know, thanks for that email about Elvis. Oh, you know. so, uh, uh, oh yeah, absolutely. Kind of, you guys are the toast I, of, of the Big Apple. <laughs> well, it was very nice that they, really- uh, the Bidoe, which is one of the most, uh, you know, 120, well, the oldest rescue foundation, uh, 125 years old in New York, and they asked me to, to be on the executive board, which, uh, you know, they asked the Ivana Trump, and or, or I don't think they approved, the, I don't know what they did with Ivana Trump, but this is the type of people they want on the board, and they asked little old me. Right. <laughs> And I was thrilled to be accepted, and so I love being on that board. And we, they do a lot of great things, uh, by the way, for dog rescue. And then there's North Shore Animal League has asked me to do things. Um, there's Fido's Fest, which I know you were at too. And you know, Elvis went there yes. just recently, and they did a for a benefit. They did a marriage, like the Guinness Book of Records, and one of the world's uh-huh. largest dog wedding. We missed it by 30 wow. dogs. But oh, there were about 160 real. dogs there. there oh, uh, well, 160 uh, dog couples to break the record. 160 to break the record. They had about 138 oh, there, so uh, couples. But it was uh, a fun event. And again, we made a video, you know, always making fun videos oh, of that and put it on the doctorschannel.com. And, yeah. Yeah, everybody's got video, yeah. to go to that. Yeah, I'm going to repeat your website again because I want everybody to go and especially look at that, the wedding one. That is Absolutely incredible. <laughs> that is just so funny and so clever. So, yeah, it's the doctors, DRS, doctorschannel.com. And we'll also have that on the um, episode information as well because I definitely want everybody to go check that out. So, let's see. So, what else is in the future for you and Elvis? I, I know they've got the Dog Academies coming up again this year. So, are you hoping to? To be in that or to be submitting a video to that? Yeah, I think we're going to submit the uh, Elvis Dancing with Beyonce video. Um, <laughs> the video that we did with him uh, in the um, this year, like he got to put a ring on it video with a uh, single lady. Yeah, I video saw that. With Beyonce. <laughs> you saw that one with Elvis. I think we're going to, uh, and that's on the, the website also, but we're going to uh, submit that, I think, uh, under the humor section. Hey. So, um, Great. And then, let's see, what else do we have on the horizon? Hopefully, um, be attending Westminster Dog Show again in February. I, I hope to see you there. I'm, I hope to enter at least one of my dogs, at, um, one of my other dogs. Uh, I've gotten two championships on um, two of my dogs this past year, so I'm hoping that I can get into Westminster with one of them. I won't be handling them. I'll be letting a professional handler do it. But So I hope to actually have a dog entered, but even if I don't, I plan to go again and uh, get some interviews done and that type of thing. But are you planning on going again? Well, not only am I going, if you remember last year, I took Dr. Ruth. She's 81 yes. years old and lived in New York for years and years and years. And she had never been to a dog show before. Uh, and uh-huh. she uh, absolutely enjoyed herself. She loved it. Of course, it makes the press every time. She goes to these events. Then she came to the uh, Metropolitan Dog Club event the day after and met the Beckham right. Show dog there. And she was on CNN well, with the dog. And uh, 
She, uh, then I had her at Broadway Barks. That was the uh, event with Bernadette Peters and Mary Tyler Moore, and that's mm-hmm. in the summer with all the show people. Uh, it's a big adopt-a-thon for the various different dogs. She went to that. Right. Someone who said to me she wasn't a dog person, it shows you how you can be converted. She sure turned out. <laughs> Let me make sure our listeners know, David is talking about the Dr. Ruth. <laughs> the Dr. Ruth, the sexpert, as she's called, um, who's written all right. the books and you know the little tiny lady. Actually, I have a picture of myself and Andrew and Dr. Ruth. Andrew's head is like as big as Dr. Ruth's head. So that should like tell you how <laughs> tiny this lady is. But is a very, very, very close friend with the actual Dr. Ruth Westheimer. So I've gotten to meet her. I've been at several events um, with her through David. So that's so cool. It's kind of like a six degrees of separation. Who would have ever thought that through my dog... I would be well, it's nice because meeting Dr. Ruth. What's is nice is, and it's nice that because when she goes to these events with us, it brings a lot of interest. It always, for some reason, I mean, the, the year we were on the Great American Dog, she came with me to the Bark, uh, Broadway Barks thing, and they took a picture of the three mm-hmm. of us. Of course, they cut me out, and they had just Elvis and Dr. Ruth, <laughs> but it made, it made the Anderson 360. Right. CNN and they do he shows a picture of the night and the, they win a prize for the best caption and the caption with Dr. Ruth and all this was you can't you can teach an old dog new tricks. <laughs> that went around that's the world that, that one little right. picture. So she does bring a lot of attention. That's why it's good when she comes to these events. She brings a lot of attention to the, the she benefits. Does. She came and she came to the gala for Bide Away at Tavern on the Green mm-hmm. again. They, they, you know they take pictures with her and um, so it's just good to the cause. It is, and she's so recognizable. So, and and yeah, she's there, and anything that brings attention to you know the rescue or the you know the animal rights um, issue, that's great. And she does, and so so you're right. For her to not be a quote unquote dog person, she certainly has definitely helped the cause. Now, um, before I let you go. I definitely want to talk about Mr. Elvis. I mean, I know he's been living in the, the laps of luxury for this last year. And I'm not kidding. As you see what this dog has, even I love that little, I love his little like doghouse slash crate that you, that he never uses, by the way. But that's in your office. It's like uh, the state of the art and he never goes in. And I think Andrew might have gone in it because he actually likes to go in crates. But I mean, Elvis has so many toys, so many possessions, so many things. But you know, so what's in, what's on the horizon for him? I mean, are you planning on just you're just letting him hang out, be a dog? Do you have any special things you want to do with him in this next year? Any trips that you want to go on with him, or anything planned? Well, he, um, you know, it's interesting when you when I was on the show, you know, you and I would always have these conversations about training and and mm-hmm. doing tricks and uh, what's he thinking and all that. It's funny as the months and the year goes on. You don't focus on that. You, you know, you're sort of pressured that way when you're on the show about right, them, you know, right. doing doing backflips and all that. I don't think I've asked <laughs> him on your back. to try any. I don't think I've asked him to jump on my back. I don't, I have really like laid off. I mean, <laughs> for kids, you know, he does the sit, stay, the high five, the roll over, the speak, you know, the usual stuff, and. Um, but I'm not that concerned, and, he, and he's, he's very loyal, and he's obedient, and I have no problems with him whatsoever, so I don't really, uh, I, don't, I don't demand too much. Like I think like you said, I just let him hang out and have a good time, and he does have it made. I mean, because sometimes, living in New York, poor dogs stay in the apartment all day, and you wait for that dog walker for 30 minutes a day, but it always comes to the office, right. he's around people day and night. Yep. He's got it pretty good, but he gives a lot in return, and uh, I really don't work him or make him do things or whatever, and he's, and he's in great shape. We jog together every day. He can go four miles if you want, and uh, you know he, he's really right. in great shape, there, and he's had no health problems or anything else, so uh, he's just a nice, 
And I've had people see me with the dog, and they'll say, boy, he's a happy dog. But it's the tail wagging, or he looks like he's smiling. He's a happy dog. And you know what? That's all I could ask for in life, to have a nice, happy dog. Absolutely. And that's it. So he's not going to be jumping on my back or doing backflips. (laughs) (laughs) He put his 19 hours in a day when he were on the show. (laughs) No doubt. Well, I tell you, I will attest to the fact that Elvis is a very well-trained Jack Russell. And this is what's really funny about it. And, you know, again, I don't want to rehash about the show too much. But that was one of the things you got criticized about. Well, for one second, one minute you were getting criticized because you know, Elvis was, you know, what, like you called him the Hannibal Lecter of the, uh, the show and supposedly attacking everybody. And then on the other hand, you were told that, oh, he's a little bit too subdued for a Jack Russell Terror. And it's like, okay, people, which one is it? Which is it going to be? He has a great life. He's a fun dog to be around. You know, I am a trainer, so I can say Elvis is a very well-behaved dog. And, you know, that little bit on the show, I talked to Elon about this, too. The conditions on the show basically set up dogs to do things that are in their nature to do anyway. It set them up. You know, I mean, Jack Russell Terrier is feisty, and Elvis is feisty. He's supposed to be. That's what Jack Russells are. Kenji was feisty. That's what giant schnauzers are. So that show would take what is natural for a dog and then exploit it to make it look like it was a bad thing. On <laughs> Andrews, Maltese are very attached to their owners. Every one of them is. I had um, Andrew's birthday party. There was about 30 Maltese, and guess where they were? They were all sitting by their people. <laughs> That's what Maltese <laughs> do. But then they, they took that little bit and they exploited it and made it look like that was such a bad thing. You know, Border Collies are crazy. That's what they are. Sorry, Border Collie people. But they're obsessive, impulsive, and crazy. They took that of Leroy and made it look like it was a bad thing. So, you know, it's kind of like it was for entertainment. But some of the things were, you know, they are a little hurtful. When I didn't care anything about anybody said about me. But when it was critical to my dog, that would hurt more than anything. I didn't really care what they said about me. They could call me all kinds of names and say this and that. But I wanted Andrew to be represented. And, um, you know, so that's what I was always fighting for. And I know the same with you. I know, you know, Elvis was exactly what a Jack Russell Terrier is supposed to be in every stretch of the imagination. And he was a well-behaved one at that. So I want to attest to that and let America know. And, um, you know, is there anything else you want them to know about Elvis? You've told a lot of stuff, but is there anything else that... You thought in, on the show that they really didn't get to see? Well, I remember that when you say they, um, people get an image based on what they see on television. I and mean, then, yes, you, have, you throw a toy to a bulldog and a terrier, and they both went after <laughs> yeah, it. No, so no. Elvis right. snapped at the bulldog, and New York Times had for the next episode, it said, uh, or for that show, the New York Times wrote, a small dog with a Napoleonic complex <laughs> wreaks, havoc, wreaks havoc in the house, was the comment about that Right, episode. right. So it just shows yeah. you uh, what can be seen, what you see on television may not really be reality, even though we were in a reality Absolutely. series. Absolutely. <laughs> that was a reality series. Yeah, imagine but that. But a lot of fun, and the well, most important part is all the friends we made, like, you know, you know, just Absolutely. getting to know you and some of the others on the show. That's why I say it's like summer camp. We're not together anymore. It seems like we keep waiting for the summer to come again so we can all get together again. <laughs> so it's just nice well, to Well, POWs do that, too. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it is nice right. to do that. And, you know, and I, did, I am, never would have said this while I was on the show, but I used to think it to myself when I saw my friends getting eliminated. Everybody I liked was eliminated one by one in order. 
course, Michael. I liked Michael very much. We were on the team together. Boom, he was gone. I liked Elon very much. Boom, she was gone. Ron and I were pretty close. Boom, he was gone. So you were like the last person left. So it's just so funny when people say, oh, Laurie threw a David in the bus and wanted to get rid of him. Please, no. I wanted the one person that I still absolutely liked in the house to stay there. Please, trust me wanted to scream that to the people on the blogs you don't get it he was the only one left like you know but um, <laughs> yeah because like you were the last after you left I literally had no one and I mean I'm friends with them now but some of them but during the show I wasn't I was like really isolated after that so people don't understand you would have been the last person I wanted to get rid of quote unquote so um, it's just kind of that was just always the the whole kind of ironic thing to me but yeah you know laura and Teresa, they were very close they had their own little thing and then you know we had the travis beth joy brandy alliance and then we had the jd who was kind of known and then we had bill you know bill was bill what are you gonna say i just didn't have a lot of didn't have a lot of lot of time with the good old boy from texas i just didn't have a lot of time but you know we a lot of us have gotten to know each other better subsequent to the show being over than we were really were able to while we oh, were sure. there. Oh, sure. Most so, of us are friends, yep. Yeah, and, and then while we were there, you know, we probably got on each other's nerves. We didn't really get to know each other as much. But, you know, I felt like I really did connect with you. I, I had connected with Michael for the short time he was there and definitely connected with um, Elon and Ron. And it was you four first. And I was like, what is going on here? So, I don't know. That's always the, the kind of ironic thing about it. I was like, no, I would have kept David till the end just for someone to talk to. But uh, as it was, we get to talk a lot now anyway, so it all worked out for the best. And I, I think I will be seeing you probably in November. I'm going to try to also come to the Dog Academy Awards, and if not before, but definitely for that. And hopefully we'll get to show up at some more events together and have some fun like we did this past year. It's been a lot of fun, I, I have to honestly say. I, I never want it to end. I know uh, we were at an event last year and David leans over to me and says, Laurie, I think this is about it. I think our, our little fame is about gone. But you know what? The, it's still rolling. I mean, we still get recognized a lot of places as well. Uh, if I have Andrew with me, I'm usually going to get recognized if I'm at a dog event. In the beginning, sometimes even when I didn't have him with me, I was. Not so much anymore when he's not with me. But when he's with me and I'm at a dog show anywhere in this country, I get people who are, wait a minute, are you? Or we hit the funniest one I like. They say, you look like that lady that was on that show. She said, are you her? And I usually say, well, did you like her? And I wait to see what they're going to say. <laughs> if they say yes, I'll say, yes, it's me. If they say no, I'll say, nah, it wasn't me. So, uh, <laughs> but mostly everybody at the dog shows has said they like me. And they, a lot of them ask about you, especially the people with um, the Terriers, the Jack Russells. A lot of them ask me about you. I get a lot of people asking me about Bill. Um, and guess what? Nobody remembers who won. Not a single person. <laughs> <laughs> who won that show anyway? So it's kind of like American Idol. They don't remember. They remember people, but they don't remember who won. So You're right. They goes. remember all the different characters. So well, well maybe they'll they'll have a sequel someday, and we'll ask us to come back to judge or something. Maybe. Who knows? But it was it was a fun while it lasted, and it's a great experience. It was a great experience. Well, I, I appreciate you taking the time, David, to talk with me and let our listeners know what's going on with the cast of Greatest American Dog. Where are they now? Well, maybe we'll do one every year and, you know, and 
<laughs> and like put our pictures and see how we changed through the year. No, let's not do that. I, I well, don't think I want to see Well, difference now. That. The difference now is now Elvis is married, so go see his watch his video <laughs> on our, the doctorchannel.com yes. on the website. You'll, you can see his, yes. his wedding, which was just a couple weeks ago. He married. He definitely married Absolutely. Denise. Absolutely. Now. I agree, <laughs> but I'm not going to go there. All right, <laughs> the doctors channel. The doctors spelled out. Oh, it's all spelled okay. out. Okay, we're going to have that on the website um, and, and a link as well. So we'll be able to go right to you. You guys have got to see these videos. They're fantastic, very professionally done and hilarious. That's the most important thing. I love the wedding one. I thought I was going to bow. I just couldn't even believe it. That was so fantastic. But anyway, give Elvis a big hug. I hope to see you guys in a few months. Whenever hopefully. you're up. All right. Take All right. care. Thanks. Take care. And thanks to everyone for taking the time to listen to DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network. It's been so great catching up with my greatest American dog castmates. You know, we are more than likely there isn't going to be another season. Um, we've all, you know, they would have had a second season by now if they were going to have one this year. We don't know if the, another network is going to pick it up. So we feel very fortunate to have shared this unique experience with each other. And, um, you know, we not only survived it, but as you can tell, you know, we are all thriving. Our dogs are doing well. We're doing well. We're continuing on. And we definitely all feel like we have stronger relationships with our dogs as a result. So thank you all for taking the time to listen. Look for our next episode where we will discuss more fun and exciting activities that you can participate in with your dog. Take care, everyone, and have a great day. Ladies and gentlemen, Pet Life Radio proudly presents DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network. Get ready to unleash the dog sports enthusiast in all of us. From speed jogging and mushing to racing, agility, and competition, this is the place to learn all about the dog sports and activities that you can do with your furry best friend and canine competitor. So get ready for game time. DSPN with your host, Lori Williams. Every week, on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.